0: The scaling for strict handstand push-ups is strict strict handstand handstand (laughs) push-ups. Welcome to the One More Rep podcast, where we take it beyond the barbell. I'm your host, Mo Dingo, and with me across the the other side of the floor, I guess, um,
1: (laughs) across with with
0: a cup of cold brew coffee from (laughs) Warehouse Four. Warehouse Four is Hulk Brogan. What's up, man?
2: Oh yeah now it's macho man macho F- man ruin that no
0: brother every yeah. every 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 other, every other sentence has to end with brother
2: <laughs> mean Jean brother
1: if I ever have a son he's gonna name be named Leland and he's gonna have a rat tail
2: Leland and that
0: concludes <laughs> <laughs> and the third voice you hear uh, is Jenna
1: just Jenna just
0: Jenna huh. How you doing Jenna?
1: Pretty good. Just chilling.
0: Just chilling. Okay. We missed you the last show.
1: Yeah. You guys talked a lot of shit though.
0: <laughs> no, we didn't.
1: We, You're making we... fun of me and my.
0: You're what? <laughs> You're what?
1: My moving around all the time.
2: <laughs> Playing the damn drums. Your microphone.
0: Uh, want to give a shout out to everybody. Uh, Thanks for all the traffic lately. It's been really cool to see you guys responding to all the stuff that we're posting, especially the stuff today uh, regarding the new t-shirts that we're trying to get pushed through. So thanks for all the feedback. So that way we know which way not to go. I'll tell
2: you which way we're not going to go. (laughs) This Fisher and friends is going to die.
0: Um, Yeah, we need to figure out how to ban that hashtag.
2: First off, you can't get a shirt made if every episode that we have, You sit down. (laughs) This is true. You know,
1: I'm post a picture.
0: Yeah. She's sitting down guys. So she always sits
2: down.
1: Welcome to my throne.
0: Oh, her throne. Her throne. (laughs) Yeah. But uh, seriously, thanks for all the traffic on all the social media channels. Also um, giving a shout out to the, the Buckhorn podcast. They gave us a huge shout out in their last episode. Um, Probably one of my favorite shows to listen to, but definitely not safe for work. Um, It's definitely good stuff to listen to and from while you're driving. After I'm, you listen to us, of course. I'm about halfway through the the last episode. The um where they they're they're talking about the different beers and yeah, stuff.
2: The um, natty light, the natty
0: light with the flamingos yeah. on it. Yeah, Brandon was super upset about that. And <laughs> if you actually want some of that, he's giving it away. <laughs> he said <laughs> the beer was that bad. <laughs> I sent him their next show topic, though. Oh, you did? Mm-hmm. Oh, sweet. Should we should we, should we say what it is, or are we gonna wait? Should probably wait, let Brandon drop that on everybody. So we're just going to jump into this week's topic. Um, head first. Head first. Um, this was actually inspired by Paul Wagner, a.k.a. Asian guy. <laughs> Met him at the Arnold this weekend and uh, was, was actually really good to meet you, dude, because uh, there's not many, m- m- many of us Asians that participate in uh, CrossFit in this area. So it's always good to meet. Uh, oh,
2: but what was Jenna's comment about? Paul. Oh,
0: she said he had. A, he, she said he had a nice squat.
2: Yeah.
1: Duh. So she Dude,
0: was Paul. checking out your squat, bro. Yeah.
1: You have a very nice snatch. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean it like that, but we'll, we'll make it that way.
2: Whatever. Yes, you did. It's exactly you. You freaking twisted mine. But yeah, our response is like, of course he does. He's Asian. All Asians have the, the <laughs> we, best squat. And,
0: and unless, you're, unless you're like me with uh, aftermarket hips, most of us have good squats.
2: Mo, you're not. You're Asian but you're not Asian. You're tall. <laughs> I'm a big Asian. Yeah, you're you're basically you're more Samoan than Asian. Yeah. Right?
0: I, I, yeah, I, I, although I'm uh Asian, I I look more um as one of my buddies used to call me Polyponesian. Yes. <laughs> but Paul's question that he asked is what's your thoughts about um this CrossFit season and how it's set up IE no regionals. So, uh we were all sort of chit-chatting and came up with the Topic. subject for this week and is going to be the CrossFit State of the Union. Uh, we've talked a little bit over the past few weeks during our prediction show and during our road trip show, just kind of dancing, not, not so much dancing around, but we just sort of touched on a little bit things here and there. But I think we're going to give like a higher level overview of everything that we see or have seen up until this point, And then, you know, kind of have some speculation about the games leaning forward.
2: It doesn't say we don't really dance around anything. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, we sprinkled some information yes. about uh, some of the changes and everything. so thanks, Paul, for the inspiration. So let's go ahead and kick this off. So kind of reaching back a little bit. It was a uh, what November time frame when all the announcements were made, uh, saying that we're changing direction that's going to be more focused on health, but Bro and I argue that it's always been about health. It's never been about anything but health. You know, I'm not, I don't do this because I thought I had aspirations of going to the games. You don't want to practice your one-legged stands? Uh, the balance on one leg for 10 minutes. And then switch legs? And then switch legs. No, I'm good. <laughs> we got to take pictures, you know.
2: I can do this while doing the podcast.
0: Yeah, we could Yeah, we could do the wad while we're... Um,
2: like I said, Mo, anything, you can do anything for 10 minutes and it's going to suck. Then it's going to suck, yeah. If I stand for on sure. one leg for 10
0: minutes, That's it's going to suck. It's going to be horrible. Yeah. I mean, it's just... Re-
1: so well, now I got it. I'm just going to post that picture because that was better.
0: But but the, uh, the, the question I had for bro when we were talking about that is like w- as a coach, like what are the, I don't know the points of performance for that. <laughs> like how do I know if my athletes are doing it correctly? I mean, you know, I think you pointed out that's probably something common that gymnasts do, but I obviously by looking at my physique was not a gymnast. I just, I can't, if I put that up on our,
2: if it said Friday. I- um, workout of the day is stand on one leg for 10 minutes and mm-hmm. then stand on one leg for the other 10 minutes. They would think I was really punking them.
0: Yeah. They were like, no, seriously, bro. What's the workout? Yeah. yeah. And then
2: 5k a row. Like, yeah, that's a legit workout. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, especially when you only have, you know, six or seven rowers. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, there, there goes that,
0: I mean, but. yeah. So, I mean, as far as the change in direction, if you're new to CrossFit, you might not understand what we're talking about, but Especially, and we'll just take the main site, for instance, you know, they would post the workouts and they would just be one workout, not necessarily a strength that we've talked about that on the main site or die episode, but it seems to have just gone a little bit in a different direction where it's um, very, very different. Like before in the old, in the old days when they had those main site workouts, you get a pretty legit workout out of it, but standing on your leg for 10 minutes and then doing a 5,000 meter row. Uh, I don't know.
2: I mean, 5k rows legit. I'm oh, sorry. Me. 5k. My,
0: yeah. 5,000. Yeah. That's yeah,
2: right. Uh, 5k. Ro-
0: <laughs> <laughs> sorry. I haven't, I, I haven't had anything to eat in about 45 minutes. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, 5k rows legit,
2: but you know, I, whatever. I, we already know where I stand on yeah. com and, and things like that. And they can go whatever direction they want. Just don't sit here and try to, Sell it that it's all about health it's all it should always been about yeah. health, and that's what you've always preached that 's what we're all about and uh because i 'll take someone that I can help lose weight, get off meds mm-hmm. and prolong their life over any amount of games athletes I could produce yeah so because that's reality because go to games
0: you're not changing their life in essence you you're you know, putting higher octane fuel in an already highly tuned vehicle. Right. And yeah, yeah, it's a huge
2: accomplishment and it's great for the athletes, great for the coaches and the community, but to have someone to where they're not at risk of having a major heart attack at 40 or Mm. being on diabetes and having dialysis and that whole mess when they get, you know, say older in life, but hell you're, it's going to be, you're going to be young. Yeah. People
0: are like, like I've had friends that I've served with that have had heart attacks. You know, just, and I'm only 45, I mean, crazy. I say air quote only, but right. you know, for my buddies to be having heart attacks mm-hmm. that are, you know, roughly the same age as me, that, I mean, I, I feel like I don't have to worry about that because I've tried to put myself in a position where that's less of a risk for me, but it's still some scary shit. It's scary. And you know, shame on CrossFit for
2: trying to wrap it up is that's, that's how they're trying to sell this now. Um, I'm still a big advocate and that you shouldn't sell CrossFit, but that's how I roll. Mm-hmm. Uh, they can do whatever they want, obviously, but uh, don't don't say that. Yeah. You know, just be honest. And I think that's where the clarity and the openness that they've lacked is the reason why there's such a revolt. Like they weren't open about the direction. Now there's it's shady. Like oh, we're all about CrossFit health. Mm-hmm. Well, dude, we should have always been about health, and then from the giddy up. Yep, yep, and he let that get away. And I think Arm and Hammer – kind of said it good in that Castro's in his role. He should have been this whole time. And that is behind the scenes doing the work. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, we had talked how he's completely separated himself from CrossFit. He became his own icon and he created his own identity. Yeah. And he was trying to stand instead of go, it goes CrossFit and then, um, Glassman and the you know, CEO the food chain. Yeah. Yeah. He was trying to put himself side by side Mm -hmm. with CrossFit, not, with CrossFit. Yeah, and
0: so for, if you're not familiar with, cause we know a lot of you guys um, aren't necessarily CrossFitters, but if we give a, a parallel in the NFL, that would be like the AFC trying to outdo the NFC, you know, just saying, Oh, we're, we're, you know, we are what football is, but no, no, there's two pieces to this puzzle. And that's kind of where these things were going. Well, that's my perception. I think bro kind of shares that too, is like, it was getting a little, a little different. It was getting a little confusing. And especially if you're newer to this, um, a lot of people thought, the games were CrossFit versus CrossFit right, yep. versus the games being a part of CrossFit. Yep.
2: yep. And that's because of the, the, how Castro, and I think another, you know, another good point he made, Armour Hammer, he made was that, um, you should never have to go to someone's personal Instagram page mm-hmm. to receive information, information about the open workouts mm-hmm. that should have always been filtered through CrossFit
0: through yeah, the top down approach. Yeah.
2: So if he would have done that through via CrossFit, mm-hmm. That's how, and I totally agree. I never even thought about that. No. I totally agree, and I think that what you seen was when he separated himself from Glassman and CrossFit and made him himself mm-hmm. um, very, very egotistical, like driven, like it. It created a perception. A perception. He was, you know, we've always perceived him as being like really good friends with the athletes. Mm-hmm. When there has to be, a, well, there has but, to be a
0: barrier. But when, well, you know, again, all, all I know of him, you know, with the exclusion of some friends that have worked with him, when I look at his social media, you see him with athletes. You see him leaving the breadcrumbs for, for the open workouts and all that stuff. So subconsciously, like, I mean, although I understood the structure, I could easily see how someone who didn't understand the structure would be just like, "Oh, he is CrossFit," mm-hmm.
2: you know. And I sure in hell don't want him representing what we do, for sure. Damn, Colt. <laughs>
0: so then we advance a little bit more and then there were all the firings, uh, CrossFit essentially getting rid of the media team. And, but I think some things positively that have yielded from that are, you know, people like Arm and Hammer and, um, morning chalk up and teams like, uh, Tommy Marquez and Sean, uh, Woodward for
2: the podcast. Yeah.
0: For, um, talking late fitness. Um, Those guys have become our de facto sources for news in this current state of unrest where we don't have a lot of timely information coming down from uh, CrossFit headquarters.
2: And the thing is now, like we had talked back, is they can they can speak poorly of any type of decision CrossFit makes or uh, Glassman or Castro makes and not run the risk of being Fired.
0: Well, they can make, they, they can, uh, they can, they can tr- make critical statements. You they know. can truly share their opinion. Mm-hmm.
2: And that's, to me, that's, you're almost, you, there people who were, were part of HQ were repressed and they were told that if, you know, you speak poorly, look what happened to Alvarez, mm-hmm. you know, and who you just got to meet that you didn't know you met. Yeah. Dumbass. <laughs> I mean, seriously, we just had a freaking podcast and this guy, (laughs) Mo meets her at the Arnold while we're competing. You should have pulled me off the wall floor and be like, "Okay, close that deal, bro. So
0: so I'll I'll just share the whole incident with you. Uh, uh, Margo Alvarez, she was part of the level one uh, headquarters training staff. And I had seen, I think a day or two before that she was going to be there at the Rogue booth. And... I kind of joke with bro. I was like, hey, I'm going to see if I can go catch up with her, maybe try and get a case of wine or something, because she owns a, um, a vineyard. Uh, the, I think it's called the Vineyard, actually. And uh, so one of the heats I was announcing at, a, at the CrossFit competition that was taking place there that was hosted by Endeavor Defense and Fitness, and where CrossFit us had three teams. So after the first heat's done, I'm just kind of getting there. I'm just kind of getting set up for the next heat, looking at my notes, kind of seeing what teams are in there. And then someone taps me on the shoulder as I'm standing up against the bike racks and I turned around and everybody's been in that situation where you see someone, you know, but it's completely out of context Um, and you're you're absolutely not expecting it. And I'm looking at her dead in the eye and I see her mouth moving, but I don't hear anything because I'm like,
2: guys, that's it. This is a movie. And we're ending this right now. We're just going to (laughs) take him out back and put him down.
0: And it's like, I'm looking at her and she's talking and I'm like, I know you. And then I look to her left. And I was like, I know that girl too. And then, and then Margo stops talking and I was like, I'm sorry. Um, I, you guys caught me completely off guard. You know, I'm sorry. And she's like, oh, I'm sorry. I was very rude. I'm Margo. I'm like, no, I know who you are. I was like, yeah, and you too, Lauren. And it was Lauren Fisher standing right next to her. And they were, I'm sorry. What is it you needed again? Guys, I'm sitting down because <laughs> I can't even take this shit. But, um, piece, man. so a couple of days ago I went back and tagged her in our road trip episode and, um, she actually responded and I said, Hey, it was really great to meet you this weekend. Sorry. I look like a total idiot when you met me. And uh, she was like, no, you didn't look like an idiot. She's like, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll take a listen to the show as I'm driving to Vegas. Cause I believe she lives in Utah and she was actually list- or she was driving down to Vegas to participate in the ultimate Ninja warrior competition. I think it was on Wednesday or Thursday of this week. So we'll see if she gives us any feedback, but we'd also, we'd, we'd absolutely love to, uh, test out some of your wine. We'll, uh, we'll do a review on one of our videos and we'll make a video specifically for it. So
2: yeah, the review would be called "Pinky's out. Pinkies Bitches. out. Bitches. <laughs> How I defied CrossFit HQ <laughs> by standing up against them. The evil empire,
0: the evil empire of fitness.
2: Mother efforts. I love CrossFit, but I, I'm so happy that she did that because, yeah.
0: you know, she stood for, she 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 said what she said, what she believed in, you know, yep. she, she wasn't worried about the secondary impacts and, you know, It speaks volumes about her character, so.
2: Sounds cool. I mean, I definitely wouldn't have stumbled like you did. It's like (laughs) Jenna trying to talk in the microphone. Like, it's just, it's awkward.
1: Whatever. I would never know what to say to, like, people who are in the spotlight like that. Just like Arnold when I was like, hi, how are you? (laughs) Like, I literally had no idea what to say to him. I just don't know how to react.
0: They're people.
1: Yeah. I know, but I don't want to be like, oh my God, how are you? Can I get my picture? Can you sign my boobs? Like, it's just weird.
0: And once again, Jenna crosses the Why line. Why do you
2: take it so far? <laughs> Ooh, I'm Why, just saying. I mean, we're talking about meanie people, <laughs> and you're talking about getting your breast signed by Arnold. I'm
1: just saying, like, I'm not that kind of person. <laughs> I don't know how to react. Okay. So I don't what I don't blame you,
2: you. there? I'll be back, or <laughs> Hossa La Vista? Today. <laughs> <laughs> that
0: was actually good. <laughs> and trying to get back on the rails here. Moving on to the next part in our outline, uh, talking about the open. So, we've all heard about the open announcements. We've heard everybody's feedback. But again, bro, and I have said, you guys, uh, I'm sorry, I don't mean you guys. I'm saying collectively, people complained about when Castro did the announcements. Now, people are complaining because Castro's not doing announcements. And Again, maybe not everybody was in tune or aware um, because you're not invested into um, the news as it surrounds CrossFit as much as I and bro and Jenna are, but they clearly stated that they weren't going to cover these things anymore. So for me, having that knowledge, I I did some expectation setting. You know, I knew it wasn't going to be as spectacular as the previous ones where they were like at the Air Force Academy and they were in Brazil and all that stuff. And we were going to get what we were going to get. And so I set a really low barrier and I was like, well, at least I get to see it. Um, but um, because this is all new and people aren't necessarily as media savvy, nor have the equipment or the knowledge of how to execute an, uh, an appropriate um, video presentation, you know, like I do, like, yeah, yeah. You know, not everybody <laughs> has the skills like bro. And actually that was something I was going to mention, you know, When bro is uh, making the videos, it's not as easy as just plopping a camera down and just recording, you know, he edits, you know, he zooms in, he does all this stuff, add graphics. That stuff takes time, not to mention we're not getting paid for this and nor are these affiliates.
2: We're not getting paid. (laughs)
0: Well, from, from Wally, that's about it. But those affiliates, they're not getting any money out of this. They're just, they're getting an opportunity to showcase their, their facility and, and their culture and their gym.
2: And I thought 19.3, which happened last night yeah. of recording this, they did a pretty good job at Diablo at Diablo. Yeah. Um,
0: now to their credit though, they did have some people that have some experience working with, uh, the media team with HQ.
2: I mean, it's pretty simple though. They, they were prepared. That's mm-hmm. what I, if I, it's not the equipment. I mean,
0: they had a game plan.
2: They, yeah. They were preparing that. I think that's the biggest difference. You know, minus the, they kept reminding everybody they were the 54th affiliate ever. Like, okay, I you. Gotcha. Like, it's pretty cool. Are you number one? And if you're number one, does it even matter? Yeah. Like, okay, cool. I know it says on your shirt established 2005. So mm-hmm. I'm guessing you've been around yeah, for a bit.
0: Just a little bit. So,
2: I mean, other than that, it was, it was legit.
0: And one thing, uh, so, you know, if you're listening to this in the future, um, this might not add up to you, but for last night's announcement, uh, one thing that Bro was particularly excited about was that for once in the open, they utilized the handstand and push up standards that they use in regionals, which, you know, the little box out I, I
2: like the whole forearm measuring thing. Forearm. <laughs> right, Jacob? Brooke? Yeah, so Brooke. people got I screwed like on that.
0: Yeah. But, um, so two, so two things happen, you know, they use the regional standard, but also, which
2: I bitched about nonstop on this podcast yeah, last, yeah, year. last
0: year. Yeah. That's,
2: that's all I had to do. Yeah,
0: why, why, why create a new standard when you already have one that's in it's existence? So stupid. Yeah.
2: Oh my God. It's just, that'd be like us trying to recreate like what's standard for an air squat.
0: Yeah. Why? So let's make a separate air squat. Yeah, a regional room. air squat and yeah. a open air squat. Yeah. It, it didn't make a lot of sense. Um,
2: you know how much easier this is to set up now? Yeah, You take a freaking box and it's the same width yeah. for every single it, box. Rega- your palms yep. have to stay inside the damn lines and you have to touch your heels on. The, and
0: like, regardless of how tall oh or short guess. I am, we can all use the same box. Stupid. Yeah.
2: Idiots. Thank you.
0: But, um, Boz, whoever made this up. Yeah. Whoever made that rule that that was smart. I mean,
2: hell, it's not a rule. It's been there. It's just like, <laughs>
0: it's never been utilized. Oh, like, so it was good to see, um, that they quote, kept it simple didn't try and do anything crazy but going back to the prediction show um and something that bro brought up uh, as one of the things that he thought he was going to see we saw a strict movement and i think this is the first time yep. in the open that we've seen a strict movement yep everything else has been you've been allowed to kip or do whatever uh personally i thought it was going to be a strict pull up yep. but um strict handstand push up
2: makes sense because uh they always do a separator for week Three. Mm-hmm. This is a separator.
0: Yeah. Last year it was the ring muscle ups. Uh, So yeah, this year it being you know strict handstand pushups.
2: Yeah, because it was a dead wonder overhead squat, mm-hmm. ring muscle up for and rounds.
0: Then, yeah, three, it I, was like well, I didn't I mean, get past that, so I don't remember the rest. Six hundred dead
2: wonders or something. <laughs> if you finish, but yeah, no, I think that finally, yeah, they it was a it's pretty cool. Um, I believe the first half of the workouts pretty simple yeah. in essence. It's I mean, ma-
0: it, it can be done.
2: Oh yeah, I like think it's very easy in the, in the fact that. Two hundred foot single dumbbell lunge, we'll have multiple people do that easily unbroken today. Yeah,
0: but you you guys do a lot of lunges. Well, yeah, it was here a,
2: last week we did uh hundred eighty foot unbroken dual dumbbell walking mm-hmm. lunge. If you broke, you had ten burpee tuck jumps every time you broke. Ugh. So, and that was for an because because
0: burpees aren't bad enough.
2: Yeah, <laughs> and so and that was an amrap. So, every, people had already done three hundred sixty feet, and we mm-hmm. got three rounds of that with dual.
0: With dual, yeah. So yeah. so with this one, it's only one dumbbell. Yeah. It's like,
2: well, thank you. And then boxed up. So we just, we've been hammering 70, 70s for the guys, 50s for the girls for.
0: And you routinely now. do some form of that in your competitions as well. So it's not that, that movement in it, of itself is not foreign uh, to your community here.
2: No. Uh, and I introduce it in the competitions because we're going to expose your, your weakness that people don't.
0: Nobody, more, pra- nobody does it.
2: Not a lot, and I think that it's a what it does for your overall squatting is huge. You can literally not squat an entire cycle and and do those step, step overs. ups and lunges and stuff. I you, I bet you you pr your squat, mm-hmm. and uh, unless you're right at your pinnacle, mm. so
0: so after that, and this is where Paul's question comes in. Regionals, um, regionals are no longer. Um, they were first introduced, I believe, in 2011. After we went away from sectionals and regionals, it started off where, I think it was what, 18? It was a large number at the very beginning before they went to the super regionals. Oh, yeah. And um, basically, it was all based off geography and based off where, you, where your gym was mm-hmm. that determined what region you worked out in to get to regionals from your home gym. Um, the, 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 that's gone. Peace. um some people used to use that as like a a goal a target mm-hmm. like i want to be able to qualify for regionals which i think what for for our region when we went to the super regions it was only 40 people
2: well i'm glad it's kind of gone and the fact that i'm tired of seeing these people like prepping for regionals and i'm like want you prep to finish yeah. top 50 in the open
0: yeah because you're yeah. um your emphasis has always been on why would you just prep yourself for regionals? Why wouldn't you prep yourself for I games? I mean,
2: people who have no, no shot, they're mm-hmm. not even making it in the top 100 in the, in the open. Mm-hmm. And they always put these stupid ass hashtags, prepping for regionals, road to regionals. Like, bro, you don't even have a muscle up. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I, I'm all there's, about. There's other your, things you
0: need to work on yeah, before like, you. Okay. I see what you're saying.
2: You know, if you don't have a muscle up, you're not going to
0: make it to the regionals.
2: You can't. I yeah. mean, that's been proven, but. I'm just saying that I'm glad that's gone because people just kept blowing that up and I'm so tired of hearing it. Like if you have a legitimate shot, you most likely ain't putting that hashtag on. You know what Mm
0: I mean? It was um one thing I will miss is uh like when I was in Texas, the regionals were literally like ten minutes from my house. So it was always cool to get together with your gym, Mm -hmm. wear your T shirts, go down there, you know, with your cooler, drink beer because I don't know. Well, Texas, it's Texas. You can pretty much drink beer everywhere.
2: Yeah. I mean, you but, can but, kill but we, anybody. <laughs> or, like, but we, we could bring our, you're fine.
0: Yeah. They they would let you bring your coolers in and everything. And everybody would just sort of hang out, have a good time and just watch these athletes. Um, if you were lucky enough, you probably knew somebody who had a team or you knew an actual individual and you cheer for them too. And it was just a good time, you know, like a big family barbecue. And then you would see people cause our region was pretty big. I think we went from all the way, to Louisiana into, um, uh, parts I think Oklahoma as well, At, depending on when it was, because the map changed a little bit. But it was just cool to see people from all over. I mean, Texas is big. So yeah, you, Texas should be its own regional. <laughs> <laughs> you think about it. So, so it was cool in the aspect that you got to see all those people. You got to see the vendors. And then um, whatever region you were, you got to see like, some high-end athletes. Because I remember when I first moved here and went to regionals, I mean, I got to see Froning. I had never seen him up close and personal. Pancheck. Um, Short. Uh, Sam, a dancer at the time, was in this region. So it was just cool for me to see these guys that I've followed um, all these years you know, in front of me exercising because you watch it on TV and it's cool. But when you're actually there and you see the speed at which they move, it's impressive. And there's no two ways about it. It's kind of like the first time you ever go to an NFL game or a Major League Baseball game and you see how athletic these people are.
2: How, how big they are. Yeah. That's what's pretty deceiving on TV is you get the field level and you're like, holy crap, he's six four six five. Yeah, and these guys a, are massive. He's running a four four forty. Yeah. Like, that's faster than me.
0: And he benched uh, 225 30 times. Yeah,
2: that's pretty <laughs> insane. It's amazing what PEDs will do for you. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: another thing that I think is um, unfortunate is that the opportunities that it created uh, for revenue, especially for vendors.
2: Vendors. Yeah. 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 Maybe, it, you know, it's expensive.
0: Yeah. I mean, they charge you a couple grand, but um, you got to see vendors that you wouldn't normally see in your area uh, depending on yeah. where you were at. Um, Cause like uh, that was really the only time that was back before rogue had better shipping deals, but that was the only time we'd ever see all the rogue equipment down in Texas is during regionals. Right. Where right now, I mean, literally it's an hour away. So, you know, I have that benefit now, but back then, I didn't. Speaking of Rogue, man, their display they had
2: to Arnold's pretty sick. Yeah, it, it always is. Man, they're just, that's all, they put out some sweet stuff, man.
0: So, moving on to sanctionals, which is what Ro and I discussed, essentially replaced regionals. Yep. And so, sanctionals, they're basically, at in the future, they will get up to 16 different events. I think next year. Yeah, that, that's the conversation right now. <clears throat> and- for teams, this is the only way you can qualify to get to the game. Yep. And for individuals, if you win one of these sanctionals, you will get a, a berth into the CrossFit Games.
2: And win that cash.
0: And win cash, which, I don't know, did they get cash in regionals before? <laughs> Were they winning any money? Like, barely anything. Okay. But the purses in some of these... uh Sanctionals, especially like Dubai, there was some it was a lot of a lot of a lot of change to be made. 50K.
2: Um
0: and but also one of the things about region or sanctionals that bro talked about in our um prediction and I believe in the road show was that uh athletes that are sponsored by whatever brand don't have to worry about only wearing Reebok gear like mm. they did in the past. Right. But for I mean for games I know they have to wear all Reebok stuff, but now there's greater opportunities for these athletes to maybe put their sponsorship brand on a larger scale, you know, in front of a larger audience. Yeah, but you're
2: still only talking about the top handful and men, women really that are getting legitimate sponsorship. Everybody like we've talked about, people think sponsorship, you like, Oh, all this cash and you get product and yeah, man, you
0: get shirts and socks they and may, tape.
2: They may cover your food. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's nothing, which that's a pretty big deal, but for a CrossFitter yeah, for sure. But you know, it's nothing like they're making you know ten thousand dollars per appearance or anything like that, mm-hmm. unless you're Fraser. Unless Island. you're
0: the elite of the elite, the elite. Yeah, and then yeah, whatever. In episode fifty-eight, uh, predictions for CrossFit for two thousand nineteen. One of the things Bro brought up is one of the benefits that he sees about the online qualifiers for these sanctional events. Some of
2: them, that individual, some of the individual stuff was no joke. It was a legit program. Mm-hmm. Pretty, pretty rough. Well thought out. Well thought out. And I thought it was rough. It tested all sorts of levels of fitness. And another cool aspect is uh, now that you're doing this. So in the open, you only have your, your region that you're going against. Mm-hmm. So for the central, mm-hmm. um, now you're getting all regions. So you're getting like top the top. Mm-hmm. So now I think if you finish top 50 in one of these online qualifiers, it's a sanctional event. Mm-hmm. That's like, to me, qualifying to go regional regionals. To, yeah, because That's fair. the top 50, dude, I'm telling you, there's like, you look at these games athletes who didn't make it out of the qualifier for the Mid-Atlantic mm-hmm. and they've been to games multiple times, multiple regional athletes not mm-hmm. making it because it's just... The pool, the pool is different. Much different. You yeah. got everybody from, you know, the East Coast to the West Coast and everything in between. Mm-hmm. That's who you have to beat now is everybody, not just... You know, you're not, not just the people from the five top, states top you know. couple guys in
0: your in your region So you said it uh, these things, these online qualifiers Are a little bit more difficult a than regionals a lot more and and like you said because now you're not just competing against the people In your geographic area you're competing against anybody who enrolls every, in this all every, of online qualifier well, every region yeah.
2: You're competing against Pulled the
0: world. In. Literally. Yeah.
2: yeah. Every region you're competing against. And um, especially when it's going to be a sanctional event, mm-hmm. it's going to, it's going to entice more people to obviously do the qualifier or, or portion of it.
0: What Anybody it, that wants a legit shot at yeah, making it. And I think what is cool too,
2: though, is um, it's nice to be able to go against let's for Jenna, for example, uh, when, if she wants to, you know, do these online qualifiers you're actually going to be able to compare your scores against those people multiple times in a year. Does it mean you win? No, but you can also see how you're, measure, you're measuring up against them and where you're kind of weak at and what you can fo- focus on. You get more opportunities instead of having to open every year to kind of gauge what you suck at. That's mm-hmm. why we compete a lot is to find those things out as well. But now you can have, if you want, 16 times in a year, you can run through these qualifiers and kind of gauge your fitness.
0: And with all these different data points, it's probably highly unlikely that a lot of these systems will be, um, tested the same, right. In multiple online qualifiers. Mm-hmm. So it gives you a lot more data points for someone like you, who, who's a, who's a programmer, mm-hmm. you know, for individual and for, um, for your gym here to kind of see where, what your programming for your your cult, your community.
2: Just look at yeah, I 19 mean, we globally. Been, yeah. I mean, we've been lunging. We, we lunge at minimum once every two weeks mm-hmm. of some sort. And, um, we do step ups at minimum once a week mm-hmm. of some sort step up overs. We've done, we've, I've combined every type of every variation, every, every variation <laughs> from a, a burpee box, step over burpee box, step up, you know, box step overs, you know, with heavyweights, lightweights, mm-hmm. uh, buy-ins after a bike, before a bike, it's just, you know, trying to create every horrible variable that mm-hmm. you can. But I've also tried to up my distances as far as you see, it's only 200 people. I say it's only 200 feet
0: for, for you guys yeah, saying, quote, only 200 yeah. feet. That's, that's, that's well nothing. below what you've programmed before in a normal workout. If I
2: take a wad and let's say we had 60 foot, um, cause we've done the heaviest we've went with 70s. And every round was 60-foot walking lunge with dual 70s, dual 50s, male, female. Well, 60-foot, and then but it's in an AMRAP. Well, mm-hmm. you get four rounds. You're already over the minimum of a 50-35 single dumbbell. So that's the point is I've tried out my capacity. Mm-hmm. Dub wonders, we do no, and typically we do no less than 300 dub wonders in a workout typically mm-hmm. um, if I can control that. Um, as far as the number
0: just or, to get people used to doing double unders.
2: Well, we've seen last year was how many it was what like 800. F-
0: I think in uh, it was 800,
2: yeah, it was 800 in
0: 18,
2: or or 800. Well, I can't three, remember. Yeah. there's a lot. Yeah. And so I've always tried to overshoot the, like handstand walks 99% of the time. If we have a distance of handstand walks, it's at minimum 200 feet total
0: for the course of the workout
2: yeah. or a lot of times we'll do it. Or three is it
0: 200 feet? unbroken?
2: Yeah, right. <laughs> We'll do 200 feet, uh, total on a workout. We'll mm-hmm. do 200 foot, um, after 10 or 12 rope climbs with at the end of the workout, we'll mm-hmm. do 300 foot at the end of the workout. And I think that's, I guess that's just kind of why I like these qualifiers is because it keeps me in check as far as am I staying as ahead? a programmer? Yeah. Am okay. I staying ahead? Cause if I just started doing lunges, today
0: because it doesn't help you for nineteen three.
2: No, it doesn't. Yeah. So you have to be doing this. So you have to try to stay ahead of the ahead of the game and get your volume in. Like, oh I do box step ups. Oh, do you? Okay. Yeah. Once every three months. Well mm-hmm. you ain't you don't get anything from that. It has to be something that is very, very important to you. And I think it's a it's an awesome movement.
0: So going back to the regional part, and this is a conversation that bro and I had about money because Based off the number of people that uh, didn't register for the Open this year, we estimate they lost about $4 million just based off total numbers and just doing simple math. But the question I had one day is like, well, was that $4 million they lost worth not doing regionals? Now, I don't know how much regionals cost, but imagine.
2: Well, I mean, Dave Castro ran in one building for $1 million, so
0: The one in what, Brazil Maybe last yeah, year, right? So
2: there, there's, there's one of the four. Yeah. <laughs> Idiot. That's why we don't have regionals now.
0: It's it costs a lot of money. Dumbass. Yeah. And then, you know, factoring in that they're having, they had their own media team that wasn't subcontracted yeah. out. And you they, know, so what does decent. that cost? I
2: don't know. They pay decent, but I think the last two years they've been trimming. So
0: the size of the teams from, down from
2: what I know yeah, uh, is let's say you're ahead of the media team. Okay. Mm-hmm. And under you, you can hire whoever you want, but whatever amount of money you make, is has to go be deferred to them as well as mm. payment
0: that that's part so, of my juice, yeah, so
2: I can have five people underneath me, but they all have to be f- compensated mm. well, once that happened, they're like, well, you know what? actually, I only need two people
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's so funny how their workload was so at one Zach. point, it was so it was five. so huge, yeah. yeah. But now, now, now you only I need two. two? Uh, oh wait, yeah. actually, I don't even need anybody. Mm-hmm. I can do this. I can park. just
0: hire a couple yeah. local guys.
2: And so they they've been doing that the last couple of years.
0: And so yeah, whether or not it was it was worth not doing regionals, I don't know. Um, it's just a question that came up one day. I don't know. What do you guys think? I mean, me personally, I I think they could have done it. Uh, they just. Like you just said, do you really need five people on your team? Could you do it with two?
2: It is what it is. It's like we it's like last last year and into this year beating the Brook wells dead horse it's like it's gone, mm-hmm. and it's it is what it is. I like the sanctionals. I think it's cool to be able to do that, but we like online qualifiers too mm-hmm. um I think like the broadcasts that we've seen from the first one to the last night they've evolved already. Mm-hmm. And that's even, only in three weeks. It's in three weeks. Um, I think what they could actually do to benefit some of these gyms is let them know ahead of time, like, hey, here's our schedule. You know, give them about two months to prepare. Yeah. Like, hey, we're going to do live announcements. We don't, you know, here, here, and here. Yeah. Let them know. And then they can start preparing for this.
0: But not even that, just like helping, mentoring them through the process. Uh, yeah, you give, giving them some help. They don't
2: give them mentor. You know, that's, but, HQ doesn't do that. Yeah. So it, it's okay though. But if I have a two month notification, like, Hey, I can figure be, something out. We're like. doing a live announcement at excess. Dude, mm-hmm. It's going to be, it's going to be the shit. Yeah. I mean, and if you give me 24 hours, it's still going to be good. But mm-hmm. obviously two months is a lot better
0: than 24, 24 hours. hours.
2: Cause then if it was 24 hours, i would be, Hey Mo.
0: Yeah. Hey bring, Mo, your, bring all your extra stuff. phones, <laughs> yeah. cameras, um, DJ equipment.
2: But you know, I think that it is what it is. The sanctions are cool. I think the, um, the video, the quality of the video of, so we get to watch, mm-hmm. it actually could open up some revenue to a flow leap. I mean, honestly, just mm-hmm. think if, if they ran a subscription of, Hey, we charge you $19.99 and you get access to every sanctional event that we cover for the entire year, Mm -hmm. I'd I'd buy it. And I don't even watch them that much.
0: I think right now it's, um, if you sign up for the annual subscription, it's like 12 bucks a month. But if you just do it for like a one time, it's like 30, but that's the flow elite doesn't cover just CrossFit. They cover a lot of sports, like
2: weightlifting, weightlifting, jujitsu,
0: um, all kinds of, sports like throughout the spectrum but if they offered something where i could pay like a lower amount for those 16 events because i'm not going to watch it right i'm, you know, I'm not going to watch cricket you know or rugby mm-hmm. you know i just want to see the crossfit stuff if they, if they were to offer like a crossfit package and it was reasonably priced i'd really think about doing it
2: i guarantee that they're going to go that avenue
0: because um they've been doing granite games in wadapalooza for for a minute.
2: If they don't do it, Mo, by this time next year, we're starting our own Yeah, we'll start our own production company. Because yeah. I'm serious, that would be a legitimate thing that the people. If you do a high-quality video that's going to be transported back.
0: To, plus with our awesome commentary. I mean. No, you
1: just gave the idea to everybody else. No, yeah,
0: that's okay. <laughs>
1: They're all, someone's but to take they,
0: it. they won't be able to do it as good as us, though. True. Absolutely not. And Fisher sure and
1: Friends would definitely be a great production. <laughs> I'm just saying. I got a bigger fan club. You got to go where the people are.
2: You only have a fan club because you're a female. <laughs> Not true. That's it. That's the only reason. <laughs>
0: but um, I, I think you're right, though. It does create an opportunity for someone like Flow Elite to come in and say, this is what we can do and take the burden off of those uh, respective competitions to do that. Um, yeah. It's time it's time you're getting back they're, they're as an it. event coordinator. Yeah. yeah. They, they have a proven history. You know,
2: there you go. Flo tag them in this stuff.
0: Okay. Uh, we, uh, except we want our own channel. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that's what we get exchanged for this. Uh, that's what we get in exchange for this bro channel. <laughs> and then hashtag ban by bro.
2: Yeah. Bye bye
0: Fisher. And moving on to the <laughs> very last piece of this conversation for today, talking about the games. Now the games haven't happened as of yet. Um, We know it's going to be a lot different. The pathways to qualify are different than what what we've been used to. But for this year, it's going to be the national champions of the um, 162 countries that do have a CrossFit affiliate. will will be birthed into that. But with that, it's going to mean that there's roughly 324 individual athletes for the open portion of the competition. This isn't including masters and teens. On top of that, you add the 20 people that are going to qualify as a result of the open being the top 20 in there. So it's going to be a total of 344 athletes. It's 80 more than the previous year. That's a lot of bodies.
2: Yeah, but they'll be hitting the floor because, you know, if you ever watch the Olympics and you ever get a watch, like, let's say they're doing um, pole vaulting, Mm -hmm. right? And so, you know, USA, your top countries, they're crushing it. They're Mm -hmm. going for these, they're going for gold. And then you see Uruguay and they're running and their pole vault is made out of wood. <laughs>
0: and <laughs> their height is a lot lower than those other countries.
2: And so they're running, they're running, you're like, yeah, he's gonna get it. And then they totally miss the hole. <laughs> to <They> put the <laughs> their pole in for the pole vault. You know why? Because <laughs> they don't ever get a practice. They suck. And that's what's gonna happen at CrossFit Games. They're uh, we're gonna start the weigh it out at two sixty-five. Mm-hmm. That guy's like, my max cleans one eighty five. Yeah, I don't what even I?
0: have 265 pounds of weights in my gym. Right. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So it, it, I think it's going to be, uh, I, I'd still hate it. I don't, I'm not, I'm not one that's like, oh, let's include everybody. Of course. You know, I, I'm not that, I don't, whatever. I'm not that type of person, but, uh, if you earn your spot, then you go. Uh, but to me, them going, they're not earning anything. They're being given a spot mm-hmm. and I don't like that.
0: And, Obviously it hasn't come to fruition this year, but maybe in the future, if they are insistent on going this pathway of being all inclusive for any country that has an affiliate, um, perhaps they might go the path of track and field where they have the different standards. you have like the A standard, so you could for instance if if you're a national champion, but your minimum like let's say for the hundred hundred yard dash gotcha if you're if you're national champions, time isn't under like 12, then you're not, you You don't meet that uh, official standard, that Olympic standard.
2: That's going to be tough because then you're going to have to, everybody's going to, have to do the exact same workout. you have mm-hmm. to have a baseline. Was the baseline accurate? Was it, is it filmed? Who's going to watch the freaking films and mm-hmm. all these apps? It's just, they're not going to do it. HQ ain't going to do it anymore. So I, I don't know, man. I, I,
0: I don't think what has been presented to us for 2019 is going to be be the, end. the future. Yeah, I don't think so. I, I, I don't, I just don't see that being viable or entertaining.
2: Maybe we'll be doing the one-legged stands
0: time. <laughs> for 10 minutes. <laughs> yep. So that kind of sums up like how we kind of see the CrossFit state of the union as of today to, uh, was it March, March 7th, 2019. So maybe we'll listen to this in a year from now and see what things are like in, uh, you know, if we hit the target, and you know, it'll be interesting to see how the games uh, play out and the rest of these sanctionals. So,
2: yeah, I'm excited. Uh, CrossFit's still here. Um, seems like
0: it's some, not going anywhere. No,
2: the initial bitch fest is almost over. Um,
0: yeah, I think people are complaining less because they know this is it.
2: Okay, we thought, what are you going to do about it?
0: Yeah, you're not going to. We're not going to have the uh, Planet Fitness games.
2: People are doing the open. They're not signing up for the open.
0: I think yeah, they're still. Be, yep, there's but both those groups of people are still doing CrossFit. Yep.
2: And I think that that's where that's what's important. Not this CrossFit health, not this one-legged stand for time. And, you know, I'm glad Dave Castro is out of the, the spotlight. I know he did add some some sort of flair to the announcement, but mm-hmm. in all honesty, just get us the damn wad. Yeah.
0: And, and, yeah. yeah. I remember you saying that, you, know, you you don't need all the extra stuff. Just Why, tell me what the yeah, workout is. I don't need... It, it, it's cool to 19. watch too. 19.3
2: is... Yeah. And then this long, stupid-ass pause that he always did. Like, it was cool the first time, but every time you're doing it now.
0: But it was cool to watch, like, those high-end athletes go head-to-head, you know, like gladiators almost.
2: But they're still doing it, right? But but
0: I'm saying, but, you know, like, I mean, the huge production, all that stuff, it was cool. But, like I said, you feed a steak and lobster all these years, and now we got a Swanson's Hungry Man. But Rick Rick said they won't fit in his macros.
2: (laughs) Remember what everything is typically about, and— if your content's good, that's all that matters. Mm-hmm. Like the glamour, the, the flashy lights, you know, that just takes money mm-hmm. and it doesn't take any type of skill. And sometimes, you know, that's just them trying to cover up their weaknesses, the, the shortcomings. And, yeah. you know, I see it in, in CrossFit gyms and I see it in th- that production. Well, You, you see it in business too. So, so yeah, you know. it's, it's all over. So a lot of people try to, you know, you know, people see someone walking down the street in a nice suit mm-hmm. and they automatically think they're successful.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, no, he's just got a nice suit.
2: Yeah. It has nothing to do with it. Here I am the hobo. I don't, <laughs> I wear jeans and I feel uncomfortable. <laughs> That's the
0: Jesse for you. But you know what I mean? It's yeah. like,
2: I don't even think about it and I'm not saying like, yeah, I don't have all this money or anything, but you know what you wear doesn't define you. And, and it's what you do. That it's does. not the
0: wrapping. It's the actual package. Yeah.
2: And this package is sweet. <laughs> Wow!
0: <laughs> with that being said please continue to like share and subscribe everything that we put out there especially all the f- photographs that um bro hashtag not jenna puts on instagram and facebook
2: <laughs> Dang, Mo. i'm just kidding that's what you get for sitting down i there's zero sympathy on you know this i'm
1: fidgety i just like a nice
2: you about it sounds like you just you're drunk
0: <laughs> sounds like yeah. you're, you're gonna take a nap
1: I'm a little tired. I'm not going to lie. From what?
0: Yeah. You've been sitting there doing nothing. Well, you didn't even talk. little
1: thing you to I'm
2: to so sleep. Oh, really? What well, excites everybody else, Jenna? Why don't you get on the bro train? <laughs>
0: I'm All right. With that being said, that brings this week's episode to close. I'm Mo and I'm out. Peace. Bye. Bye. Uh. <laughs> Everyone's doing that. Way. Got people talking. Thank you for listening to the One More Rep Podcast. You can follow us on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram at One More Rep Podcast, or on Twitter at Can I Get One More? or shoot us an email at, at gmail.com. Who was it that asked that question yesterday about um, the regionals? From the
1: story, um, it was. Oh, Paul Wagner. Oh,
0: okay. Asian guy.
1: Yes. He has a very nice squat though. Like his snatch was really, he's good. Asian. I know. <laughs> that was like the first thing I thought when I saw it. I'm not going to lie. Don't you fucking watch Instagram? <laughs> man?
0: And they were like, they were looking for someone in particular. I was like, hold on, let me, uh, so I got him through the bike racks and took him over to who they need to talk to. Who and, they
2: need to talk to? Uh,
0: the head of judging, uh, I can't think of her name right now. Sue. Sue. Yeah. They want to talk to Sue. I guess they had worked together before or something. They went over then chit chatted. So I walked back over to my, the the table where I was sitting for the media and I'm just like scratching my head. I'm like,
2: I'm scratching my head right now, bro. (laughs) I already know the story. Well,
0: at least I recovered enough to, um, when they were leaving, I stopped and I was like, Hey, do you mind if I get a picture with you? Which I'll give to Jenna. And then I actually gave her my card. I was like, Hey, you know, um, it was really cool what you did. You stood up for what you believed in. So thank you very much for, for being who you are. And she kind of looked at me like, Oh, thank you. And, uh, and that was the end of it.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And yeah, I didn't, I didn't say anything about the show.
1: Didn't (laughs) even plug the podcast.
0: (laughs) Yeah. It was just, I wasn't, I wasn't prepared.
2: Gosh. (laughs) Even if he did plug it, there's no way she would come on because Mo. first off she's talking, he's staring at her like, He's fucking stupid. Like, like I'm having it. Like yeah. I was like, I was having an aneurysm. Yeah, yeah. Like you're 500 years old. Like you can't hear. Uh-huh. They probably felt bad for you. Cause of how old you are. Yeah, like probably a oh, guy can't hear.
1: Monica, no longer friends. You're in the burn book.
2: The burn book.
1: <laughs> for mean girls.
2: Yeah. Just edit this out. But, um, okay. The, did you hear about that diamond? Uh, this diamond dealer, He was a billionaire. He died when he was getting a pe- as he was getting a penis enlargement surgery.
0: <laughs> no, <laughs> yes,
2: j- yesterday. Wow. Yeah. So he's a, uh, a, that to, a, that to a the bil- Buckhorn news. A bil- yeah, I say like, this is perfect for you guys. A billionaire <laughs> getting a penis enlargement and then dies.
0: Wow. Well, I guess I could put this at the end of the show because they release on the same day as uh, us. Okay. Poor fellow. <laughs> he says
2: he put a laughing face and says on it. <laughs> <laughs> Like you have a billion dollars. Like who cares? Yeah.
0: It's all right, man. Yeah. It's okay, bro.
1: It makes up for your small D. <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: <laughs> I
0: mean, a billion dollars. Yeah. I'm I'm good.